Get a jump start on 2024 in a new Kia from Robert Brogdon's Olathe Kia. Shop their large selection, including the new Sorento, Nero, and Soul models. You'll score big with low prices, trade assist cash, and a 30-day money-back guarantee. Visit OlatheKia.com. You're listening to Almost Entirely Sports with Joshua Briscoe. Did you know that today was Talk Like a Pirate Day, and what is your best pirate phrase? I did know that it was, and I oh, wow. really don't have a good pirate phrase. Well, you're on the spot right now. I'm going to need one. <laughs> That's it right there. That was it. That was it. That was it. There she blows. On Sports Radio 810 WHB. Two more hours of AES on 810 remaining. Joshua Briscoe here, per usual. Rudy Salazar back in studio because Beards McFly made one last trip back to the old stomping grounds to run the show from the other side of the class. The class? The glass. Sorry, I've been drinking since 8 a.m. Two days ago. Thanks again to Chris Plant for joining us as well. That was an absolute treat. You can follow him at Plant with an E. With an E. Unlike Briscoe with no E. Will Rudy retain this information to the end of the show? We'll see. This is only the first time you're telling me this? Why'd you turn into Steve Spagnuolo a little bit with the intonation there? I, I was, I had drink in my mouth. I was trying to drink it fast. I don't know, man. I'm rusty. I haven't been in here in a while. That's true. That's actually fair. Um, it's the first time I've actually been happy to be in here with you because normally I'm freezing, <laughs> but considering this might be one of the only rooms where the AC kind of works, I'm, I'm happy. Uh, yeah, we've got we've got a, really a good environment in the most literal sense around here right now. And, uh, of course, with the show ending on a Monday, mm-hmm. there was no way we could not hand a hammer and one more nail for the coffin to yep. our dear, dear friend Matt Derrick of Chiefs Digest. I will reiterate once again, Matt is a regular weekly in-studio hour-long guest on the, on the Zone uh, middays here on Sports Radio 810 WHB. So I'm going to see maybe even more of Matt in the future, but uh, one more run on the uh, AES at night terrestrial radio side of things. Matt, thank you. Thank you for being here for this uh, incredible occasion. Uh, I, w- I couldn't miss this. I mean, even if you hadn't invited me, I might have had to call in or, or, <laughs> or stalk you or, so, or hit, hit the Twitch line. I would have had to do something to get on the show tonight. If you would, if I would have seen just Matt Derrick in oh. the Twitch, maybe click through, and all of a sudden you've got yourself, ooh, Rev Rev Derrick, Re- yeah, you've got you know like some pink and purple lights, some of those light panels, and I don't know headphones with those cat ears on them or something. I think I would watch Matt play anything football manager. Oh yeah, oh oh yes, absolutely. I, I would I would watch. I would also subscribe. You know I do I ha- I have lurked on Twitch I. Don't believe I actually have a Twitch account, however. But you, I mean, if if I ever do, it's going to be because of you guys. Well, thank you. Yeah. Well, and hey, and you're <laughs> going to be on Twitch. Um, yeah, you will live in person yeah. on the Zone because we're making that jump. Uh, we've pretty much got that figured out. So uh, so that's exciting. Um, which of the uh, which of the almost entirely sports liners that heavily feature you are you most excited to not hear anymore? <laughs> <laughs> Ah, uh, that talk like a pirate one was pretty bad of mine. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, surprise, surprise, Matt, because guess what's coming on over? Yes! <laughs> See, Beard's got the library, so, uh, you know, all, all I, I mean, I, I, one, I, I don't generally do impersonations, yet somehow you have managed to get me to do 
several voices over the years. Chewbacca. So between Chewbacca, um, Kermit the Frog is the yep. best. Mm. Oh, it's, yeah, it's good. It, it is a good impression. I mean, I'll admit that Kermit the Frog is definitely better than Chewbacca and be- better than my talking like a pirate. I think, guys, I feel like there's something else in there, too, but... Um, you guys have always brought out, you know, the, the, the you know, the silly side of me. I, I appreciate that. I, I, I'm grateful that you managed to bring up my personality in a way that maybe others can't do. Uh, and I, maybe others should never do. <laughs> <laughs> that was, yeah, that felt yeah. almost, that felt almost too genuine, right? Until so you, you pulled up right out of the last second. I think that's good. Um, yeah, I, uh, I I hope that I hope that that has in return uh, brought the uh, the occasional flock of Twitter mentions of people calling you Reverend or um, asking you for your Wookie impressions in real life. I don't know. Do you have like a, maybe maybe for the last show you break out like a Rudy impression? That one's oh really boy. been going around eight ten recently. Um, I don't know how I would do a Beards impression. Doing an impression of me probably too difficult because I'm just so perfect and normal. So that doesn't seem like a good one. Yeah, I mean, I have to act like I have, you know, high blood sugar and <laughs> that I'm, I'm playing Stardew Valley or something. <laughs> That's two segments in a row that Stardew Valley's come up, not from us. <laughs> We've done it. We've finally achieved. Uh, what uh, what should I know before I move over to the zone? You know, you've you've been around Jason a lot um, for those segments, and of course, you've been around Beards, you know, more recently than I have. What, how do how can I better prepare for that? Uh, let's see, you know, Beards is, I mean, when I've been in, and with you and Beards, Beards is always, you know, highly alert and very part of the show, you know, on the, on the zone, you know, Beards like disappears for like half the show, <laughs> which I, I can understand it because, you know, he just needs to, he needs to go get lunch or something. You know, there's a lot going on. Maybe uh, Beards' blood sugar gets low during the zone. <laughs> and and it's great, you know, on, on you know, getting to hear your voice and everything on this show because, you know, you're not gonna get to do that as much because mm. Jason talks all the time. Mm. No one's no one's mentioned that's that the yet. First time. No one yeah, that's the so tell me more. <laughs> and and because we love Jason, we've also mentioned this, uh, he also can't get names right. So he'll probably yeah. call you Justin a few times. Yeah, he, he probably uh-huh. he may not Briscoe he may not with- Say it, but you know when he says your last name, he's probably pronouncing it in his head with an E. Yeah. That one's going to be, that one actually, for some reason, that was the one there that did make me think, yeah, you're probably right, and that's probably never going to change, huh? Probably. And now, see, I, I do, I do spell your name on my phone with an E, but as I've always said, the E is for excellence. <laughs> really? So happy right It now. really bums me out. I used to have it. It was it was Joshua Briscoe with an E, and then in parentheses it said soft as cotton. But I have to. <laughs> I appreciate that. It's nice to know that that some amount of time does does eventually dull that. Um, what about for Rudy? You know, Rudy Rudy's going to finish out the month here, and then yep. and then he's then he's going to his pilgrimage to Wichita to begin a new life. I think fighting crime or yes. running away from crimes that you have yeah. not yet been caught for. I, I don't remember which one you said. It wasn't fighting. confidence, of course. Fighting with crime. Um, wow, that's interesting. What uh, what does Rudy what does Rudy really need to get in his Rolodex for this next stage of his life? I feel like the next, I mean, I mean, frankly, the next step in, in, in Rookie's career probably should be world domination of some sort. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like he's accomplished everything that he really needs to at this level with the rest of us. So, I mean, it's probably right now is just taking over. So, I mean, I, I, I think that should, world domination of some sort, whether, whether through good or evil, 
should people. definitely be Rudy's next 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 uh, next really approach to life. So my 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 first step when I'm gone is to see uh, there's a documentary about how to take over the world. It's called uh, The Rise of Gru. That's um, I can't believe you got a minions joke before so, I did. Uh, that's that's step one, and then you know from there. Which does make me wonder how many how many of you there right now went to go see the Minions movie and dressed up? I have not seen it yet, disappointingly. I what? so here's I, I mean it's been a busy week. This whole gentle minions thing, I'm so glad you mentioned it, because at one point I thought this could have been a whole AES hour, but because yep. it's the last show, it probably can't be. But I'm so glad we found this. There I think what, it's mostly, you know, those wild and crazy Gen Z high schoolers dressing up and going to see minions. I mean, kids these days, right? Let me tell you something. In my day we didn't wear suits. With I can say with one thousand percent confidence that if I was sixteen right now, I would absolutely be in a suit mm-hmm. at a series yep. of showings oh, of, of Rise of Gru. This is exactly what I would Josh, have done. Josh, you don't have to yep. say it. We all know. <laughs> I just wanted to make sure that there was no doubt in anyone's mind. I dressed up for movie premieres in the past. I dressed up for Dark Knight Rises. I dressed up for The Hobbit. And boy, that thing, oh, absolute snooze fest, huh? Should have worn pajamas to see The Hobbit. Am I right, folks? I mean, which part? I'll be here all week. And by all week, I mean for about another hour and 45 minutes. Um, but but I have I have not yet. Did, was this an offer? Because I, my evenings are free now. If you want to go, Matt, I think it's just an indication that you know the three of you. I mean, three years ago when AAS started, you probably all would have done that. But yeah. now you're all grown up. You're all mm-hmm. you're mature. You've you've moved on. I mean, you know, the next thing you're all going to have like four hundred one k's and things like this, and you know, you'll. I mean, you already you own property, Matt. Three years <laughs> ago, we started in twenty eighteen. <laughs> Four years Where ago. Where have you I been? Can't, I can't count. No, it was 2017, wasn't it? It was 17. <laughs> so none of us can count is what we've learned tonight. It's just that none of us know what years or numbers are. We were here before Mahomes was. That's that, true. That is true. That's that pretty is, impressive. That is, actually, that is actually true. Now we have less it? accomplishments and awards, but, well, you know. Narrowly. Who I can, mean, and we're who, not going to last here as long as Mahomes. Well, but, so. who can say what's an accomplishment, right? Yeah. Fourth best radio show host. What I feel bad about is that I made a pledge to myself that I was going to come in here and let you drive the traffic and just talk about whatever you wanted to talk about. Oh, and here God. I've already started talking about Minions and Stardew Valley, and I've already broken my pledge. Boy, Matt, I got to say, man, this is the first time I've ever felt like we just don't know each other at all. <laughs> this is the first time I've ever wondered, is our entire friendship based on a facade? Do you even know the real me? Because the only thing I wanted to get from you tonight was just a good 15 or 20 minute conversation about a bunch of nonsense that felt like anything you felt like was worth talking about in your last appearance on this show. I don't have, I listen, hey, okay, hold on. Beards, can we get the shot clock? 24 second shot clocks here. Um, we do shot clock reviews. This is a bit that we haven't used in a lot of forms and fashions recently. We use it for mm-hmm. shot clock reviews, though. Here, Matt. Here, Matt Derek of ChiefsDigest.com. At Matt Derek on Twitter. Some of the best Chiefs coverage you're going to find anywhere in the Kansas City or Missouri, uh, Kansas or Missouri general area. No one covering the Chiefs has it better mm-hmm. than Matt Derek of ChiefsDigest.com. Nebraska, Iowa, wherever you, wherever you get your Chiefs and Matt Derek. Co- coverage from. And MattDerek.com. That's, so, that's also so important. The Reverend Matt Derek. Matt, you have 24 seconds to tell me about everything you know slash think we should know about Orlando Brown Jr.'s contract negotiations when this horn ends, when the horn blows, you must freeze. Go. Um, well, that's what we know so far. Um, yeah, July 15th, 3 p.m., deadline. Something's going to happen before then. 
Um, it'll either be a long-term contract. Uh, Orlando will be playing under a one-year deal, or there's always that one, the one to two percent chance that there will be a trade, or he will sit out the season. What's he going to be there? That's likely. Oh, we never know. Oh, oh, that's so frustrating. Oh, Matt was about to tell us with guaranteed accuracy what was going to happen, and the buzzer sounded. Oh, that's so disappointing. Get it on a podcast coming soon to you. I guess that's you know. I guess that you're gonna have to go to ChiefsDigest.com and read the headline, read the story with the headline. Here's exactly what's about to happen with Orlando Brown Jr. That's that's really good. That's a good tease, Matt. Well, that's what you learn, you know, once you once you get to this level of the big leagues and everything like that, is that it's all about the clicks. It's all it is about all the about is all about the content and driving traffic. That's what that's all that's that's the whole machine right mm-hmm. there. What what else did you think I was going to want to talk about? Because I just I just kind of wanted to you know hang out and make sure you felt like you got to air all of your grievances. Do you have any further grievances? I feel like if you wanted to say retire one liner, maybe you would have the power to do that today. Um, if there is a, a some records you need to set straight, uh, any anything that you need to say to me, Beards or or Rudy, um, I, I mean this really this time is for you and and the beloved audience of millions. Ah, let's see, man, that power to retire a liner. I really probably should take advantage of that one. Don't don't take the one with me talking about my cheeks being red. Oh, <laughs> I don't know that. That one, that one, that one, I mean, I barely remember the context. I think it was about trying to stay awake while driving. I think just staying awake in general. I was slapping uh, my face in the studio. Yeah, there was, yeah, uh, yeah be, I mean, that's my least favorite. Yeah, to be fair, I, I believe it includes my name and voice, so it probably doesn't make it over because of that, but... I gotta say, hey beards, you're the only one that can hear me right now, right? You hit yeah. all the microphones yeah, no, where you're the one that can hear we're me. Good. That's my favorite liner yeah, we have. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it's my favorite liner maybe anywhere in the system. And so, I think so I just Jason pretty much guaranteed that it's not going anywhere. I think Jason will love it, is the other thing. I, I don't think he's gonna I think he's gonna be thrilled. I think he's gonna hear that liner for the first time on the zone and then mm-hmm. it's gonna be the first ten minutes of our conversation that segment. I mean of his conversation that segment. Every segment. It's just the new Matt Derrick intro. <laughs> <laughs> At last Cheeks are pink. Not gonna slept hard enough. Yeah, I've I've really committed a faux pas here. <laughs> <laughs> You know, but and I have, but I have no grievances. Okay. I have none. Okay. You guys are, you guys are all aces in my book. Okay. So I have zero grievances. I did think about this actually, because I felt like uh, you guys are way too young for this. But for me, you know, growing up, my, I, my most of my personality is derived from all the time that I, I as a kid, that I spent watching David Letterman. Mm-hmm. Huh. So really, and, okay. and, and there was probably no greater television. Than like the last two weeks of Letterman's NBC show, and and the first two weeks of his CBS show. I mean, that was just like a month of just fantastic television, and it wasn't consecutive. I mean, there was a little break there, but his last two weeks, and then it, I think it was the last. It was if it was it wasn't the last. It was like next the last Letterman show. Um, uh, Tom Hanks came on, and, and told some just great talk show stories. And one was like about you know uh, how when he worked as a in a hotel and he was putting some golf clubs in the car for Slappy White. I mean, it was all just great stuff. And if you haven't seen it, go 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 YouTube it. It's fantastic stuff. But it made me think about what is my talk show story, and I only have one. I mean, I have got two, but one's not a great story, and I probably have told it. I mean, I got struck by lightning while talking on the phone. 
that's pretty much most of the story right there, and it probably also describes the rest of my personality. And what's the problem is that I've been struck by lightning. <laughs> but my other story is that when I was in college, my friends and I came over to Kansas City, and I didn't live in Kansas City full-time. I, my mom lived, moved over here when I was in college, so I just kind of came over here afterwards. But one weekend, my friends and I made a road trip, and we went to – and this will tell you about what kind of friends I had in college. We went to the Nelson Atkins. That, that's a great thing, you know, when you're Incredible. in college. That's, yes. that's, the, yeah. that's the kind of hangout you go to. Yes, absolutely. We went to the Nelson Atkins, and my friends wanted to go more than I did. So I wasn't really super into it, but, you know, the, the, the docent or whatever was telling us about, you know, all the things that you can see. And it was like, hey, here's the Picasso or here's the Monet or whatever. And they were like, over here, you, we got the biggest Buddha west of the Mississippi. And I'm like, okay, well, that I got to see. Mm-hmm. Now you told me. I mean, now that I know that something is the biggest of something, yes. I need to see this. Your Midwestern sensibilities have been triggered. Exactly. I mean, it's all about size. I mean, I don't care if you've got a, you know, a Picasso or a Monet or a Manet or whatever. You tell me you got the biggest of something. I need to go see that. I'll care about the biggest water lily that Monet ever painted. You told me you had the biggest museum bathroom west of the Mississippi, and I'm there. <laughs> size but matters. Like, we know that. I'm like, okay, so I got this on my list now. I need to go see this. So we walk through the museum, and we're seeing everything but the Buddha. And I mean, I, I'm, I'm exactly up. My mother was an art history major, an art major in college, so she loved art. She was an incredible artist. I'm a terrible artist. I have zero talent, and I don't have the appreciation for art that I should. So going through and looking at all the, you know, the landscapes and all of these things just doesn't really do anything for me. I, I think, okay, well, that's nice. That's pretty. Okay, cool colors. I have no idea what this is. I need to get to the Buddha. And I'm just, like, getting impatient. We're, like, there for, like, four hours, and they haven't seen the booty. And I'm like, guy, okay, everybody, we're going to go see the Buddha now. So I, I'm heading in the direction where the map says the Buddha is, and, and I'm coming around the corner. And, and I don't know. I haven't been there for years, so I don't know if it's still the same way. But at the time, there was, like, a skylight that came down. And when I made the turn, there were – it was kind of a cloud that was over. So it was kind of, you know – a little bit of darkness. I mean, it was late afternoon, so there was still a good light, but there was clouds in the way. So it wasn't the full vision of the Buddha. But as I'm walking up to it, I mean, I'm, I'm looking at it, I'm like, this is a pretty good-sized Buddha. I mean, I'm impressed. So I'm walking up to it, and all of a sudden, the clouds part. The sun comes descending in on this Buddha, and it just starts glistening in this sunlight. And it was like a religious experience. And, 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 the, and my mind starts going, you know, it's good luck to rub the Buddha. And I'm like, I, I mean, this is just meant to be. I mean, the light is here, the sunlight and everything. Uh, and so I reach out and, and I touch the Buddha. And this, I mean, like the voice of God rings out <laughs> from above. And the voice says, do not touch the Buddha. <laughs> and it was it was a security guard up up in the upper deck. And, I, and so I'm like, oh, okay, I'm sorry. A voice above. <laughs> uh, that was my Buddha story. So did you make did you make Buddha contact? I mean Based on what's happened to my life since then, I'm assuming it had zero effect whatsoever, or or 
my life was going to be very, very bad, and I managed to really reverse it right there. You know, <laughs> kind of pull it out of the dumper. So. <laughs> it got you here I in this like, moment. I feel, I, I absolutely certainly feel like that that experience certainly caused no harm. Sure. And it either, like, I, it either saved me from a life of pain or it did nothing whatsoever. Uh, that whole thing really, to me, sort of felt like the scene in Finding Nemo where they're like, I'm going to touch the butt. Like, don't touch the butt. Because <laughs> every time you said the word Buddha, it just sounded a little bit more like you were about to say booty and then pulled up right <laughs> at the end. And so the whole thing just had like that whole double entendre. And also, I have seen, I have seen, I don't believe I have touched, but I have seen this Buddha. This giant, giant, massive yeah, Buddha. Kids, if you're out there, don't touch the Buddha. I mean, it's a museum. You're not supposed to touch anything. I was not supposed to touch the Buddha. But it just seemed like I was being told to touch the Buddha because of the the light. I mean, I mean, and hey, if you're if you're at the Buddha, and all of a sudden the clouds part, and there's light, and there's glistening, and everything like this, okay, touch the Buddha and deal with the consequences. But that's the only time you should ever touch the Buddha. So okay, but I think that I, I was going to see if we could clarify this because again, this is the last time that we're going to really be able to give guidance on behalf of almost entirely sports on on eight ten at least, you know, podcast versions and whatnot. But I think we can clearly all agree is that sometimes you got to break the rules and you've mm-hmm. got to touch the art. <laughs> the Buddha. I'm not especially. I'm not. I, if you've got you know McDonald's uh, barbecue on your fingers, maybe don't maybe don't go try to finger paint a mustache onto the Mona Lisa. I'm yep. not saying that. But if or, there's or unless I mean maybe. But definitely, you weren't gonna break the statue. You just touched the statue. You weren't you weren't trying to pocket a rare relic inside of some glass. It was out there for the touching. I think you're in the right. I'm Team Matt on this. Well, and, 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 and if there's a lesson to be learned from this story, maybe the lesson is move the ropes a couple of more feet away from the Buddha. And maybe yeah. they've done that. I no. don't know. Oh, you may have you may have changed the whole Buddha protocol at the Nelson yeah, Atkins. There's, oh, there's a distinct possibility. I imagine that there's quite a few places where there are rules named after me but they just don't have my name <laughs> i but mean we're put in place because of me don't touch the buddha rule yeah i i think that that's a way that's one way to leave a legacy i i think that the burger bubble at burger king in columbia missouri has a weight limit rule now because of me yep we're going to all shut up so you can tell that one also because i would love to know about the burger bubble <laughs> Well, that would that was well. Okay, you probably have seen these. I mean, I don't think it was much anymore. But once upon a time, they had like a giant inflatable hamburger that you'd see outside in the parking lot of various Burger Kings. Okay, sorry, I, I hate to cut you off so early in the story. Do either of you beards already know what he's talking about at all? I don't know. Like a bouncy house, basically, but in the shape of a burger is what I'm assuming. Yeah, it's like an inflatable, yeah, little bouncy house. Okay, so you, it's big enough to so. get into. What are you calling it? A burger bubble? It was called the Burger Bubble. And, yeah, I mean, at least in my experience, six college-age people could fit in it comfortably. Okay. So it was a decent size. It was out in the parking lot. And I would say it probably covered, oh, I would say at least two to three parking spaces. So I'd say probably three parking spaces easily. Okay, I'm seeing some examples on Google Images. I'm now with you. Okay. What did you type in? I can't find one. Burger Bubble Burger King Bounce House. (laughs) 
<laughs> and, and, and my friends and I one night at a late hour, um, and I didn't drink back then, so I cannot blame alcohol. Mm. I, I, I'm sorry to say. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, I, I was just high on, high on life. <laughs> and burgers. I can't. I cannot say the say this necessarily the same for a lot of my friends. Sure, um, but sure. Um, we decided, hey, there's the burger bubble. Let's get in the burger bubble and fight. How do we get in the burger and bubble? fight? Well, you know, we weren't like punching each other. Sure. It was just kind of more like you know pushing and shoving and everything that you can kind of do in a burger bubble. Sure. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> It wasn't. It wasn't. It was more like you know. Well, hey, you're watching. You're watching the 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 bear camps now. It was more like just just some some yearling cubs. Sure. Mm-hmm. Rather, sure. Yeah. You know. Yeah. It's not like five year old boars going at it. Right. I mean, we were just we were just kind of you know bouncing around the burger bubble and pushing each other and everything. Just guys being guys. Yeah, that's right. Well, it was it was a mixed crowd too. So you know, it was like I think it was probably three or four guys and a couple of girls and everything. Just, so we young were adults you know, just being people young being guys, young adults being young adults. So we were in there and we're bouncing around the burger bubble and everything, and and suddenly the burger bubble starts deflating, <laughs> and we're like, oh crap, run! And so we <laughs> just started trying to get out of the burger bubble as fast as we could as it collapsed around it and then jumped in the car and. And sped off at ninety miles an hour, and I'm I'm somewhat I'm somewhat confident that all that we did was really with our rough housing disconnected from the the Those. air pump and sure. everything. Yeah. But I did, you know, for many years fear that you know maybe we had cost people their enjoyment in the burger bubble by by damaging the burger bubble. When I heard the story, like my first thought is, I just imagine modern day Titanic catastrophe. <laughs> There, we did not all get out before the burger bubble collapsed. Oh, no. So there, there was a little bit of crawling out of a, you know, the and pulling people out yeah. of the inflated burger bubble at the end. I, uh, I, this is really a a part of Rudy's life where I think he has found the artistry, and so I, I don't say this with any. Um, I, I don't say this very often or, or quite this confidently very often, but Rudy, if the mm-hmm. title of this hour of the podcast isn't Buddha and Burger Bubble with Matt Derrick, I'm gonna freak out. Yeah. Because the alliteration of the two stories that have surrounded this segment have really been something that includes the words Buddha and Burger Bubble. Big Buddha and Burger Bubbles. And Orlando Brown. I mean, Brown starts with a B. Brown, Buddha, Burger. Brown, Big Buddha, and Burger Bubbles with Matt Derrick. And bears. And bears. Will you will you please give a a, a quick plug Bubble. to the bear situation Bears. because I would like to get maybe we can move With Matt Derrick. We're going to have a lot of listeners, you know, who suddenly have their evenings more open. And I want to give a reliable consistent opportunity for them to move over to a different form of media and you have introduced me to something incredible. Well, and I have to give credit to Nancy for bringing the family into this. Thank you Nancy. This is one of the many things that we discovered during the pandemic, you know, when you're looking for, pro, you know, entertainment and programming. And we discovered the, the bears of the Katmai National Park in Alaska, where they've got like 10 different webcams set up where you can watch the bears during salmon season and mating season and, you know, non-hibernation season. And the, the bears, and it's Brooks, Brooks Falls up in Alaska. And they've got these cameras set up, so you can watch the bears, you know, just being bears. 
Bears I'm currently being bears. I'm currently showing the Twitch chat. They're just a bear that is hopefully just sleeping. Being a bear. <laughs> hopefully. Well, if it's a sleeping out. bear, I'm betting it's Otis because Otis sleeps a lot. Otis the bear. The uh, bears all have names. You know, you can and, and you go into the, the comment section and the, the and the and the commenters will do a great job of letting you know, you know, which bear is which and you know who's on the lip of the falls fishing and, and who's down in the jacuzzi and who's on the conveyor belt. And if, if Otis is sleeping or if he's in the office fishing at that particular moment in time, I mean, there's a lot of detail. I mean, this is we were joking about it offline the other day about, you know, the real bears of, of, of uh, whatever I said. Yeah, I don't remember but, either. You said they're in Alaska, so I can't remember what a funny, I, the funny yeah, answer that's what was. what I said. Real Bears of Alaska or Real Bears of Brooks Falls. There, there it is. Go. There it is. There it is. That was the name of the show. And, and there is drama. There is chaos. There is, there is mating. Whoa. There is there is fighting, there is fear. I mean, everything that you could want, you know. I mean, Jeopardy, um, happiness. They play cuteness. Jeopardy, which is crazy because they're wild bears. <laughs> I mean, there, you, you go from moments of just pure adorableness to fear in a matter of seconds. Uh, the the one thing I will add that I just learned just now is previously when I have tuned in for this, it's either for some of the like highlights. Um, which I have showed Renee, and again, we're, we are we're joining the the cinematic bearniverse or whatever. But uh, I just went to explore.org for the first time just now to kind of look at their homepage, and they also have streams of of the brown bears, obviously. But then Project Puffin, Walrus, African Wildlife, oh yeah, Nestflix, which is streams of a bird or of a bunch of different birds. They call it Nestflix. It's incredible. Um, also, I'll, I'll give a, a cross promo here. It's not it's not nearly as involved. It's one static uh, camera view, but the Kansas City Zoo has a very yeah. very good twenty four seven live camera of the penguins in the KC Zoo penguin exhibit. And frequently, Renee or I will say to the other, "Can we check in, or have we checked in on our local penguins?" Because it's just nice to know that they're still out out there, and, just just and thriving. The polar bears too. Yes. The- Polar bear cam is a nice one. Polar bear cam is good. I would say I would say that the the penguin one is the most consistent because there's just so many. It's a it's a nice wide view. But if you can get if you can catch the action, the action on this bear on on these bears, and it's just just oh, an absolute. Explore.org is a fantastic collection of of animal cams around the world. I mean, yeah, you get the, you can see elephants. There's pandas. I mean, birds of all different shapes and sizes. I mean, and you can even just, like, stare at a mountain for crying out loud. All things that I have grown um, increasingly happy to do in my free time. And, uh, you know, maybe maybe the next step of all of this, Matt, is the next time that we're just bored on a Monday night. Maybe you and I just open up a Twitch stream. I'll pull up the explore.org stream, and then we can do our own bear multicast. Cast. We can do a bear cast and stream that. And maybe we tell us straight and everything. I feel like this kind of went from a joke to a real good idea while I was mm-hmm. saying it out loud. I, I am all for it because, I mean, Explore.org does, uh, uh, during a week, uh, you know, weekly, they do a, um, play, a bear play-by-play. So they do one hour a week, you know, during this time of season and everything where they'll do exactly that kind of thing. But not with, I think, the in-depth commentary that we could bring to it. And then also, and, uh, just along those lines, my, the, my one my one remaining bare question is: Have you seen growth from Justin Fields, or are you worried about the offensive line? Uh, I can't say that, but I do have to. I have to mention it because if we're if we're just going to be talking about sports here, whoa, there is a sports element 
of the bears because in October there is Fat Bear Week. Oh boy! Yes, and that is when they the nominations come in for who what bears have put on the most weight from eating salmon, and then they compete in a bracket for Fat Bear Champion and who is the fattest bear. Incredible. Just a couple seconds ago, before that question, or at least maybe a couple minutes ago, on Twitter, Aspen asked, "Do you guys vote during Fat Bear Week?" So absolutely, there is asked and answered before it even got asked out loud. Um, I I can't wait to um, to have this as the next thing maybe that we'll talk about. Um, you know, I I do oh. wonder how this will impact the Chiefs trying to acquire Robert Quinn, but um, seems like there's a good chance. Uh, if you say that, I'll, I'll, whatever you say, Josh, it's double for me. Sorry, I just, I just meant there was a good chance that we would continue talking about bears at some point. I didn't mean to. Oh yeah, uh, yeah no, we're, sorry, we're I, absolutely no, we're absolutely. I, I wasn't even paying attention because I'm just talking about bears. Yeah, we're, we're going to. I mean, even if Jason doesn't want to talk about bears, oh, we're, we're talking, talking about, about bears. Yeah, we're going to talk about bears. Oh, talk and about. and and on weeks when Jason is on vacation, oh. my God, that hour is going to be oh, fire. Boy. We're gonna we're gonna call that barely sports. It's like a little brand evolution. Rudy and Beards both like did some really disgusted <laughs> body language whenever I said that, and that for me feels like uh, time for the end of the show. So can uh, can we do that segment from Barely a Bar up in St. Joe? Yes, Barely's Bar. So good. We gotta do it from Barely's. Oh, I forgot about that. All right, I uh, I think I'll actually see you in studio not this week, but but next, and then somewhere around there we will we will meet once more to talk about bears from Barely's Bar. Uh, at Stony Creek because that's that's where we are that's where we belong that's where we bear long in my humble opinion um, Matt thank you not just for being here tonight but for wasting like just a really upsetting amount of your life on this show yeah. um, I say wasted from your side not from ours it's been a treat every week from our side I know the audience feels that way I know we feel that way so thank you for being here and if you have any final words uh, for, for AES I you get to decide what they are right now this has consistently been my best 28 to 36 minutes of, of my week, just hanging out with you guys on the radio and talking, whether in studio or on the radio. So I just want to thank all of you for making my life a little bit more enjoyable. None of that would have ever happened if you hadn't touched that Buddha. Thank you, Matt. <laughs> Take care, guys. You got to break the rules sometimes. You do. You got to break the rules. Sometimes you just got to touch the Buddha. That's all I'm saying. That's all any of us are saying. Let's end on that note. You're listening to Almost Entirely Sports. When you show up to do your, your the duty that, you know, the duty not that you wanted, but that this Say country. Say duty one more time. Duty that this country thrust on you to take a picture of Anthony Sherman's butt. You got to wear the shirt. With Joshua Briscoe. The fact that the payoff of duty thrust was <laughs> Anthony Sherman's butt felt a little bit a little like you had maybe telegraphed your shot there. I was confused the whole way through. On Sports Radio 810 WHB. Having Beards back tonight is, uh, I think, incredible news for the Rudy Sounds Dumb section of the liners. Oh, so good. Ones that Rudy has self-edited out over time. Beards is like, nah, I think I'm going to go ahead and resurrect a few I more of these. I was going through trying to figure out what I wanted to play, and I saw one that said Rudy Duty, and I was like, oh, yeah. It's a, it's a good liner. It's a good liner. Beards, good this, one. this one's for you here um, from Andy Stash. Need an update. Has now married Beards, grown out of his only chicken tendies phase, expanded diet? A little bit. What, Give me a, one a little, example. A little bit. 
Give me five um, examples. Do you eat five any, examples. Do you eat any fruit? Well, let's not get crazy here. Hold on. <laughs> we explicitly know we have yeah. some fresh grapes and strawberries in the fridge. Ooh. I want to watch Take you. Take test died years ago. I want to. <laughs> I want to watch you eat a, just a piece of fresh produce on the show tonight. Take test died. It's we got Ugh. we got about an hour and fifteen minutes of it left. What are you eating now that you weren't eating before you were married? Um, let me think here. And so we're on a radio show. Oh, I know. I okay, know. I just um, heard. I heard my question echoing in my headphones for a second there. <laughs> um, I think it's called a hero sandwich, as in like you know the sandwich, and then it's got the meatballs. Is that what you call it? Oh, sauce. oh, oh, you yeah. want to talk? Wait, sorry, what? Hmm. What? What? What's in it? The hero sandwich. Yeah. 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 What it, is it? It's like a hoagie bun, and it's got like meatballs, and then marinara sauce, and cheese on it. So it's a, like a very New York thing. A meatball sub. Sure. You, different you, name, but whatever. It's. I thought you were gonna. I thought you were about to start have describing. You just never a, had a meatball before. I thought. I've yeah. had meatballs before. I just never had them on. You know, bread with cheese. So there I don't you know go, if folks. This counts, but Anthony Bourdain is <laughs> <laughs> producing the show. Andrew Zimmern currently taking over on the board for almost entirely sports. He ate a meatball sub and he wants a bleeping medal. Where is that medal? Human Torch's response to that was L-O-L-O-L-O-L-O-L-O-L-O-L. As Wallaby says, meatball parm. Yep. It's a meatball sub, says Andy Stash. Beards is it less is. of a picky eater now because he ate something you can order at Subway. Made many a meatball sub at Subway. Meats, I've, I've eaten many a meatball sub at Subway. Worked there for four months. I quit. Because it was this? summertime. Listen, man, it's... I want to be in a subway during the summer. Being a professional artist is hard. People hey, always say that it's what you want, but... And I made applaud me once because he he put everything possible on the sandwich. He was like, there's no way are going to be able to close. like, hold my beer. I was 16, so I didn't have one. Shouldn't have been drinking yet. Work, yeah. But I was like, I closed it perfectly. I was like, ah. You you were like the Dalai Lama in that moment. That couldn't be done. You made him one with everything. Yeah. That was beautiful. Maybe that was it. Hold on. I was the chosen Hold on. one. Hold on. Is there any chance that was Matt Derrick immediately after touching the Buddha? Oh, boy. I mean, if you pass through Garnett, Kansas, I mean, it, anything's possible. It does seem possible. Um, we've got some something I ate when I was five from Subway. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, that's true. Um. Oh, Human Torch's LOL was in reference to me clarifying what you were allowed to talk about there just then. Okay, well, thank you, Human Torch. Appreciate the, appreciate the chuckles. <clears throat> Let's not turn that one into one or do. Who cares? Uh, show's, show's over in an hour and change. Uh, we have some recorded messages. We have no guests planned in the last hour. Um, if we if we get any drive-bys from, from friends of the show or whatever, that, that's liable to change. But at 9, Beards has his 12-and-a-half-minute-long masterpiece, and we've got some uh, some messages from the beyond. But Rudy, you had yeah. some questions from the Twitch yes, that you wanted uh, to check? And so this is really just from Caden. He, he, he wanted some show questions answered. I'm, I'm just going to rattle them off. Hit me. Rapid fire. Let's rapid go. Rapid fire. How did you <clears> – <throat> excuse me. Throat got a little clogged. That's all right. Out. You're new to this. How did you decide on a name? How many people actually sub to the podcast? Is ethical consumption under capitalism possible? What's the best Pokemon starter? Josh, go. Can't remember. Oh, sorry, what was the second one? Uh, how many people actually sub to the podcast? Got it. Can't remember. If I told you I'd have to kill you, no Piplup. Squirtle if it's first gen. Okay. Uh, Rowlet for me. That's that's the, my favorite Pokemon starter. Beards, beards. All uh, same questions to you. 
Um, not me. Um, Totodile. Um, I don't remember the third one. And then what was the fourth one? What's the best Pokemon starter? Um, <laughs> <laughs> my answers stand. <laughs> Andy Stash. Great question, Andy. Do you and wifey eat separate dinners at the table or have you dragged her down to your plight? Um, well, there's a lot of evenings where I'm not there because I'm doing a different job. So you yeah. know, she'll do something. Or but mm-hmm. like, you know, if the nights that we're being able to eat together... We'll have the same thing. Chicken strips. No, we're not that. No. Meatball subs. Mm, occasionally. What's the wildest? What? Yeah, beard's like steak. I can see beard's cooking a nice steak Let, for his woman. Every once in a while. What's the last new thing that you ate and enjoyed? I don't feel like that's too leading or too difficult I mean, I to think question. I think it was a meatball sub. Yeah, it might have been a meatball sub. Maybe. Um, who should we hear from from our from our uh, panel of illustrious guests? Let's get you know let's let's get real mm-hmm. here. I'm not going to even bother to explain the origins of this. I just think that it's really incredible that Doctor Professor took some time out of her un- unquestionably incredibly vi- busy life mm-hmm. to um, to to call in and almost certainly say some things about how this show has impacted her life and and perhaps how how. Um, you know, she impacted this show. Um, so appreciate Dr. Professor calling in and leaving us a message earlier. Let's see what uh, Dr. Professor has to say about the uh, the impact of Almost Entirely Sports. Oh, my. Mr. Briscoe, hello. It is me, Dr. Professor. I am so sorry to hear about the death of your show. Um, I went and I got my license. I am now Reverend Dr. Professor, and I'd like to say a few words. Almost Entirely Sports was a show. It was on this radio station, and often on a podcast. It was hosted by Joshua Briscoe. It was, in fact, a show. Some people will feel the emotional response of missing this show. Others will not. Still others, many on this planet, will continue their lives blissfully unaware that it ever existed. Good luck out there, kid. One more thing, Mr. Briscoe. Uh, Reverend Dr. Professor is a very, very busy woman. Busy. Uh, very busy. I don't really have time to make these kinds of calls all the time, so next time you're going to murder one of your shows, will you give me a little bit more advance notice? <laughs> Thank you. Reverend Dr. Professor, signing off. Reverend, Reverend Doctor Professor, yeah. Reverend. I was first thing that popped into my mind too. Big, big uh, news there from now. Reverend Doctor Professor also sounds like uh, I, she's she's really swamped by having to produce some new content yeah. for Disney Plus. I would say eighteen months before the zone is dead. So, got you, time. You believe in us? I. You know what, man? Wow. I think you. I think you crazy kids will make it. I'm going to read a couple of things from the Discord, which if you want Discord links, I'm so, I don't even know where to begin. <laughs> there are too many plates spinning right now. I've got like 14 screens pointed at me. Uh, but I wanted to read a couple of the of the stories from the Discord um, from, uh, from Caden. 
Uh, I found the show around 17, 18 in college, and I decided to find podcasts to listen to for different sports I liked. Found Ruffing the Kicker at the time. Followed Josh and the crew since then. I will always associate congratulations by Post Malone with this show. So will I. It's weird, but I, I was re-listening to, to the, his first album because I was so let down by his most recent one. That uh, And then Congratulations came on, That's and I was like, first album, I was, oh, it's a great first it's, album. It's very good. But Congratulations came on, and I was like, oh, God, where are my notes? Like, who's, where's Seth? Uh, but I'm good with that. And then uh, Caden also remembers uh, interviewing Beards for a paper about the importance of adding a video element to radio shows. Ah, um, I do remember that. And then he had a sentence at the end of his comment that I think was good, but I'm not going to read. Uh, from Aspen in the Discord, uh, the show memory I think about the most, is probably burning my brain forever, is leaving work in March 2020, debating whether or not I was going to go try to see AES live from Power and Light or just go straight home. Oh was driving past the then Sprint Center while listening to them discuss that uh, live that the Jazz Thunder game was delayed and nobody knew why and everybody was being quarantined at Chesapeake Energy Arena. That was... I sat in my car in my driveway until the show ended because I didn't want to miss anything. Then the next day, the you know, Big 12 tournament got canceled the following morning. That will forever live in my head as the catalyst that made the country come to a screeching halt within two days. Um, I, mean, I am reading that as Aspen saying that we stopped the world. <laughs> yes. Um, that, that is... That, Man, that day that that is still one of those shows that I I, re, I just remember everything about it. Just yeah. Oh man, because because it, it was it was so surreal because we would we would talk right. We start off the show essentially talking about that, and then you go to break, and then you see all this new stuff. You spend the next segment talking about that. You go to break. Oh bleep! There's more stuff. Literally, just like watching the world kind of like obviously like like COVID was a thing before that, but that really was the night the world started to shut down. Also in the Discord, there are some other links that a few of them have uh, have found. Of um, Johnny Fubar says peak AES IMO, and it leads links to AES. <laughs> this is the, the Schmirch. <laughs> then uh, Verteram on uh, Club Applebee's. Yeah, he says so he goes good. back and listens to that sometimes. I can't believe it was that long. Ago. Pokemon bracket, yeah. Just Club some... Applebee's does not feel like that was in twenty or you know. Uh, uh, 2021. I, I need to. Was that my big there. long vacation when that happened? Yes. Okay. Or no, 2020. Uh, yeah, yeah, four eight yeah. twenty. So that would have been. Yeah, that's that's yep. pretty fresh yep. into uh, that's, some COVID uh, times for us. I think right. That's when Beard, Beard saw a pandemic. It was like, hey, perfect time to take a vacation. Yeah. I mean, he's right. Uh, also, Johnny literally just put in the Discord that you know the show got him through many night shifts, and and thanks for doing the show during the pandemic, working through all of that. Um, I. Uh, I, I appreciate that very, very much. We got a handful of, I, at least I saw a couple of additional tweets as well, kind of yeah. along the lines of like, hey, this show is around for some hard times or some late nights or an entire pandemic or whatever. And this is going to sound at least a little silly, I think, but doing this show during that time, while one, difficult, higher mm -hmm. degree of difficulty, all of that, no question. But doing this show in that time was a uh, a real, a real um, I don't know, I'm very grateful for it. I was going to say yeah. it was a real treat. It was tough. And it was a tough time for like the world, but being able to do something that, uh, like literally having Chris Plant on tonight, I know we all listen to a lot of besties and McElroy shows and all that sort of realm. Um, so the shows that are like that for me, I feel that way about. So it makes it, it makes me feel uh, absolutely stupendous that we were able to provide that for some uh, yeah. some people. Josh, Josh, in the, else, yeah. Josh in the Discord said, uh, "Discord said this show got me through late night feedings of my infant, which is also good. That's the only way this show is ever providing for a child. I mean, there's no that was it. I'm glad that we were able to help support yours." Uh, on the phone right now, 
Landon Fields. I don't know. AES alumni, you know, uh, ran the show for, I think, a miraculous three or four day run. Yeah. Um, looked a lot I, like Beards back there when he turned his hat around backwards. If I remember right, it was at a time when Beards may have left us to go do something that he didn't tell us about that we had to find out on Facebook. Wow. Rudy's right. Wow, Landon, you were here for such a tumultuous time. Patient it was zero. right before COVID. I had a really bad cough. I did oh. apologize for that. But it was no, that, that was a that was a, a heck of a time. I would say the beginning of the end. Yeah. I would say some say beards with oh, patient easily. zero. Easily, who can say? Not on accident though. Absolutely not on accident. No, yeah, yeah, timed, timed appropriately, and then everything since then. Beards has just been uh, has been pulling the strings, but uh, Landon, it's good to hear from you. How, how are you doing? Why and, and why on earth are you bothering uh, yourself by calling in into this show um, as it as we limp to the finish line? Well, I'm doing I'm doing pretty well. I'm doing worse because your show's ending, though, man. Like, no, sorry. Obviously, thank you so much for letting me be a, a tiny, tiny part of it. Even one down on uh, ESPN Kansas City, uh, um, I remember you like calling me in and being like, hey. Uh, I need you to do something uh, tonight. I was like, okay, sure, I'll be there. And then Beard just like walked out of his chair and was like, hey, Landon, you're running the show now. I was like, oh, okay, that sounds great to me. Cool, let's do that. Um, I do remember when you asked me to do the, uh, it was AES on 810, late night, and I remember your text or call or whatever it was, uh, so well, obviously, uh-huh. <laughs> um, to, come, to come do that. Uh, I remember running through the halls of Johnson County Community College for a solid minute and a half, because I was so excited <laughs> to be a part of my favorite radio show. Um, and you let me do that. And I think that is really, really cool. So I, I genuinely appreciate that. Wanted to say thank you. Obviously, I've been a listener and a fan before and after that. Um, and you got a really cool show, man. Um, I think it's been a blast. And I am genuinely appreciative that you gave me that chance. Landon, I appreciate that, um, and I do feel like this is a good time for me to also announce that if you would like to replace Beards on the Zone, um, <laughs> I will also make that happen, and I would be thrilled to have you do that. $20 an hour, right? Sorry, right. did you say $20 a show? Because I think we can make that happen. I've... Oh, I mean, that's close enough. Okay. Good. Yeah, we are gonna need to. We are gonna need to, to chop that up. You will be running actually every show every day, and I'm only willing to, to cover five of that. But um, maybe Jason oh, will cover the rest. Cool. Um. Mm. Breakfast. Uh, you can have some coffee. Sonic. Coffee from coffee from the break room. Deal. <laughs> Done. All right. <laughs> Who says I'm a bad negotiator? Landon, I appreciate you, man. Thank you for uh, for the kind words. Thank mm-hmm. you for stepping in when Beards uh, abandoned us, and, and thank you for being along for the ride uh, before, during, and after all of that. Of course. No, thank you for doing a great show. I will have COVID near you whenever you want. <laughs> Could you have COVID near Beards starting Monday? <laughs> Thanks, well, Landon. probably in New York. So. Yeah, that's right. Well, I'll tell you what. If Beards goes and gets in- secretly engaged again, there's a lot we don't know about. So I think we're, I think we're safe. I think Beards' time as a man of mystery is, is forgotten. Thank you, Landon. Thank you. That's AES alumni, Landon Fields. Uh, that makes me happy. Yeah. It's been nice to hear from people this week. Um, I'm wondering. Oh yeah, uh, I did ignore a taser gif in the um, in the Discord. Thank you, Wallaby, for pointing that out. And yeah, that. I that's a times ours side thing. I do think that we will uh, we will make that happen before too long. To be fair, this is not really a Josh problem. Seth does not want to do it. Yeah, so we're gonna work on that. Got to convince Seth to do it. Also, he thinks it might kill him. <laughs> Refry my pancreas. What's it gonna do? Maybe jolt it back to. Hey, it's already Seth, not working. Jolt it back to life. Can happen. Yeah, maybe it'll fix my pancreas.
Bear Catalyst says D&D campaign podcast starting the AES feed now, right? Ooh. I don't know. Ooh. I don't know. We'll do some fun stuff, I think. We'll figure it out. That'd be kind of fun. Homebrew Pokemon D&D. Oh, my goodness. It exists. I just got exhausted by thinking how much there. work that's going to be. Oh, hey, Beards' is 12 and a half minute long masterpiece is next. You are listening to Almost Entirely Sports with Joshua Briscoe on Sports Radio 810 WHB.